all the latest updates, news, and scores from your local and regional sports. This is Sports Talk on 92 WICB Ithaca. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of WICB Sports Talk, your home for the latest sports news, scores, and storylines from the Ithaca area. I'm your host, Josh Hobbs. Tonight, we look at a wide range of sports here in Ithaca, recapping their last week of games. Coming up, we'll hear from Connor Smith, Tommy Morrow, Nicole Allen, and Kyle DeSantis, who have been covering Ithaca Bomber football throughout the semester. With the Bombers now securing their second straight Liberty League regular season title, they look back on the journey the Bombers went through to become champions once again. Now that the stage is set, let's send it over to the host of Talking Bomber Football. Guys, take it away. Perseverance is the story of this Ithaca Bomber football team. Coming into the season as the nationally ranked number nine team, the Bombers are poised to make another deep playoff run in Division Three football. Reigning Liberty League Offensive Player of the Year and Ithaca quarterback A.J. Wingfield had decided to return and the Bombers are ready for a tough test as they went to nationally ranked number 18 Johns Hopkins in week one. Different from last season's easier schedule, the Bombers opened up with three straight road games tallying over 1,000 miles in travel. But the season started off not with a bang, but with a whimper as the Bombers dropped game one to Johns Hopkins. After a lackluster performance, many wondered if this Ithaca team could meet their already sky-high expectations. Week two, the Bombers headed to Beverly, Massachusetts to play the Endicott Gulls, a game that was going to decide their season. 0-2 would be a really hard start to make the playoffs, but 1-1, there was some potential with that. Came down to the last second missed field goal, but Ithaca had won its first game, and after a rough start to the season, the Bombers won on a roll. Wins followed against Alfred, Hobart, RPI, Union, Rochester, and most recently Buff State. Bombers sit at 7-1 with seven straight wins and an undefeated record at Bertino Field at Butterfield Stadium, but most importantly, the Liberty League title for the second year in a row. But how did Ithaca get here? What has this team done to turn its season around, and what kind of challenges has this team faced? With that, I introduce you to my wonderful analysts here, Nicole Allen and Tommy Morrow, and our own Ithaca football play-by-play announcer, Kyle DeSantis. Guys, how are we doing today? Doing good on this Sunday uh, afternoon. Feeling great on Halloween weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Game yesterday was something to witness, and overall, it's great to be here. It is it is great to be here, in fact. And Ithaca now, second year in a row as Liberty League champions. Kyle, I mean, as you know, as the play-by-play announcer, you know, you've been able to see this this team in person, you know, for every single game so far. How's it been seeing this team kind of grow together and you know mesh together and overcome all these challenges this year? It's also, I feel like, from being able to talk with head coach Mike Turper each week, he at least coming into this game, he mentioned how, at least for Johns Hopkins, it was a team trying to find their identity, and it was really working on the fly after the loss. Again, Johns Hopkins go to Endicott, and throughout these weeks, it's been, again, building upon that, and then the injury bug, which I know we'll talk about all the time, where, again, you, you lose big names in A.J. Wingfield, Jalen Leonard, Osborne, Owen O'Neill, and still able to get things done and still able to become Liberty League champions. It's a season where, at least Coach Turper said, it might not be in the moment or at least in the moment yesterday, everyone was happy, but at least in the buildup, it might not be something that the players would or could be looking forward to, but in terms of looking back on it, they'll be shocked and surprised at how much perseverance was there. 
Yeah, and perseverance is the is a huge key to kind of what this season has been for Ithaca, and it and it really all started with kind of who is going to step up in this in this role for this Bombers team. You know, we we know there's a bunch of guys that left last year. You know, the the leader of one of the leaders of the offense, Mike Anderson, re- leading receiver gone. You know, he he's left. Um, you know, you got. Uh, Jake Villanueva gone on the offensive line. That's a huge piece there on the defensive side of the ball. Matt DeSimplicis, you know, huge piece for that Ithaca team at linebacker. You know, that's your leader of your defense also gone. And it was the the question came down to who was really going to step up uh, for this Ithaca team. Yeah, I mean, you have uh, veteran guys just departing from the team. It's unfortunate. But like you said, these veteran, uh, not these veteran, but these younger players are just stepping up jumping right into the roles um they know their roles and they're getting experience you know um this whole thing now with Colin Shum coming in as quarterback this is you know and he's a freshman this is huge for the future you know a freshman getting reps here at varsity level towards the end of the season um but yeah I mean this is like kind of huge because it sets him up for his sophomore junior and senior year to have you know great experience and be that veteran quarterback that Ithaca needs yeah, like Tommy, you talk about younger players. Like we look at it yesterday, we had a bunch of freshmen on the t- on the field that like got good points. Like we had Nick Matos that really showed up this season. We have Nick Lang who showed up in the past two games. I think he scored a touchdown in both games. So yeah, like I think. Yeah, he had a big eighty-yard catch yesterday. Exactly. So, so like, mm-hmm. yeah, we had a bunch of veterans leaving, but I feel like this these first years have really showed that like they're the future of this program and they're going to be able to take it on and lead this legacy. Yeah. And even talking about legacy, which I feel like a word's been thrown around and how the Liberty League championship now for Ithaca is the standard. It's not just it's not just an area to aspire toward. It, it really, again, is something that's wanted and already received for the team. But that's where throughout the game, especially Colin Shum did well in the first half through for over 250 yards, a pair of scores. And then in the second half to open things up, you see Matthew Parker making his debut. You see Hayden Richardson finally getting into the game after being on the sideline all season long, helping with plays out, and so many other freshmen. Again, Nicholas Lang was in there. J.C. Wichko got into the end zone as well. So many players who were able to get time in that game and, and show how deep this Bombers program is. Yeah, and and you know those are those are young players, of course, but we've also seen the the emergence and the the stepping up of veteran players that have been on this team for a while. Yeah. And you know, one of them, I think we should start off with this guy because he, I think he really all surprised you know pretty much all of us here. And and that was Sam Klein. You know, the emergence of Sam Klein over the past few seasons. You know, he really hadn't been a big piece of this Bombers offense. But you know, Tommy, I mean, when when he started in in you know. Week one, we saw his performance. You know, we were like, oh, you know, he had a nice game. But when he started to do it every week, you know, really thought, wow, this guy's really filling into that number one receiver rule. Yeah, it's it's mainly because A.J. needed that guy. You know, when the first six, I think, six or seven games that A.J. was their quarterback, he didn't have that guy that was Mikey Anderson. You know, Julian Dumago wasn't really stepping up, making big plays, making those big catches that we saw last year, um, him do last year. But um, Sam Klein, you know, took on that role. He you know, kind of know, he kind of knew like, all right, I have to step up, make those plays. And he did, you know, and he was getting 70, 80 yards a game with a couple catches and even a pair of touchdowns. So, yeah. And I feel like he's been a great teammate too, because like, yeah, he's been, he was Wingfield's guy and now he's Shum's guy, but like, he's been letting other players get reps too. Like these first years that we're talking about, he was, he had the room to let Julian Namaga step up in this past late season. And like, he just became the guy that everyone needed him to be. I want to I want to almost say, like, he's kind of been a role model for those freshmen, I feel like, towards the start of the season. Um, these freshmen are kind of, you know, expecting to be, like, 
not like Sam Klein, but understanding the role that he played and trying to be like him with Shum. And for for Klein, especially last year, at least heading into the training camp and afterwards, there were that was where his name really kind of became known as, okay, you can be someone that could impact down the stretch. And again, it was Mikey Anderson more last season. And Klein did get into the end zone a few times, but not nearly as much whereas this season he has taken that next step he's he's made that big jump he's had games where he's gone for 70 over 70 90 and had a 100 yard game in the win against union where he's been able to step up and be that wide receiver one yeah he's been he's been the you know the leading receiver on this Ithaca team uh, over 500 yards on the season you know our like completely eclipsed anything that he had done last season so you know a huge jump from him another guy i think we should highlight you know is Jalen Leonard Osborne. I mean, Jake Williams came into the season as the number one running back for Ithaca. Jalen Leonard Osborne was kind of looked at as that maybe that third down running back, a guy that can play both wide receiver. Uh, you know, he can catch the ball. He can he can run it at a very effective um, rate. But he's been a guy that's really, you know, kind of just turned into an absolute superstar in this team. And it's just something that we've kind of seen every single week so far. I mean, yeah, his skill set, you know, his ability to – you know, make defenders miss is so lethal on the field. I mean, he's got tremendous speed, and, you know, he's just a, a lethal weapon out of the backfield. You know, if I'm Coach Terp, I would love to, you know, have him on my team, and I, I would I would hate to face him on the, on the other side of the field. Yeah, and I, I coined the term for, for Leonard Osborne as Mr. Elusive, essentially, in the Rochester game where he was able to, I wouldn't say break out, but, again, get those two big scores in the fourth quarter that Ithaca was able to help with pulling away in the game and he at least entering the season again was the 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 second string running back and at least from from the vantage point for us it was almost okay he's going to be a flex option where you'll you'll be able to use him out of the backfield you could have him line up as a receiver and we've seen him run in motion as a receiver plenty of times all season long again with Williams going down he's been able to flourish more in that running back exclusive role though he didn't really get nearly as many plays which he didn't really need to against Buffalo State where he only had he only had two carries and I feel like with this game and potentially next week as well at St. Lawrence for these players and again those seniors and those graduates who have been bearing a lot of the the brunt of the work all season long it's more time for them to kind of heal up and yes get to be on the gridiron but also let some of the young guys shine while they again look ahead to a playoff push, and as well, Cortica. Yeah, and Cortica's in two weeks, and that's going to be a, a big test for this Bombers team to really see where they are. Uh, you know, we know that Cort- Cortland is a ranked team as well, and Ithaca really hasn't faced anyone, you know, as good as Cortland since you know, Johns Hopkins week one. That's the only other team that they've played that was ranked, in, but, you know, they obviously get to host that game. But, you know, Jalen Leonard Osborne just been absolutely fantastic for this team, but and it's because of of kind of that injury bug that we talked about. And let's kind of dive deeper into that. Uh, we saw, you know, at the beginning of the season, we saw Jake Williams went down with an injury. He, you know, hasn't played since. I, I believe he's out for the rest of the season. So, um, you know, with that, you know, we obviously talk, just talked about Jalen Osborne. But quarterback A.J. Wingfield, you know, just as recently as, you know, a couple weeks back, out for the season. At that point, guys, we were thinking, you know, what is this Ithaca team going to do? What can they win the Liberty? Can they make the playoffs? What are, what's been your thoughts since that injury has happened? What what's been your thoughts now? Yeah, um, I really think I've just been thinking, 
wh- how is it Ithaca team going to face this adversity and move forward and still perform how they need to? And I think they've answered my question with the plays that they've been doing, where they've been having guys step up when they need to, like Colin Shum. Never made a career debut in his life. He's a freshman. And he came out, beat Rochester, just beat Buff State to win the Liberty League for his team. Um, but, yeah, I think they've just been having these guys step up when they need to. And I feel like this is a um, this is a trend we've been talking about every podcast. We talk about how someone has stepped up in every game. Yeah. And I think that just shows, like, the character of the team and ha- what kind of players they are. Where When they're faced with adversity and they have to step up, they're able to. Leadership, you know, like I feel like if if like on the defense, like if you know like a play needs to be made, a play is going to be made. Like we saw six interceptions yesterday. I mean, that's that's like a probably a career high for Ithaca. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's these players that are on offense and defense that are willing to make plays. They're willing to you know change the momentum of the game just to swing swing the momentum. Yeah. And, and looking at that that interception total again got up to six. Derek Sluka once more back yeah. in that tally. Those last three games he's been able to get up to four That's interceptions. Four on, the year, Kyle? four on the year. Yeah. And Tommy Moran also got his first interception, had a few in 2022. And that's yeah. a it's been an interesting season for him because, again, he's been dealing with the hand injury, basically wearing a club on mm-hmm. one arm, and he yeah. was still able to make the catch. And then you saw some younger guys. Again, Drew Buckley got his first interception. Campaquette, a freshman, got a pair of interceptions. And then Javon Billis to wrap up the game. So it's also seeing people step up, but in all facets of the ball, whether it be Again, in the secondary where those interceptions, major majority of them came from, but mm-hmm. also on the defensive line, you, you've seen Isaiah Kuzer has come up big. Yeah. And John Ramsey really, in that in that Rochester game, held down the fort on the yeah. ends. So on all facets, and as well as the reemergence of Ben Stola, really didn't play that much last season, this Ithaca defense has taken that next step and gone to the next level. Yeah, everything's clicking in a way. You know, that whole defense, everything's just clicking. And I'm, I'm really excited to see that defense go against Cor- uh, Cortland. That's going to be a really, really good test. Yeah, and I think this is a, a, a perfect segue. Uh, it's an absolute perfect segue onto this Ithaca defense because yeah. it's really been kind of the the backbone of this Ithaca team. I mean, last year, you know, we saw it. Ithaca scored so many points against so many teams, and, you know, they were blowing teams out left and right. Yeah. This year, it wasn't the same. You know, this wasn't the same offensive player of the year, A.J. Wingfield, that we had seen last season. You know, this is a different Ithaca team. They had a different identity. And they went into the season, you know, losing their 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 head of the defense, Matt DeSimplicis, that, that leader on that defense, that linebacker position. And it was like, who's going to fill that position? How is this defense going to kind of react to this? Are they going to pull it together? But they have. And, you know, other than that game against Johns Hopkins, they haven't allowed more than 20 points to any team. So, you know, guys, can we just, let's just talk about this defense because it's just such a good defense and it's so important to this team. So, I mean, where where should we start? Where should we start? I think I think an X factor is in Ben Stola would be would be a great place. Yeah, I was about to mention Stola and his emergence into that linebacker position. Um, he's done a great job filling DeSimplice's role. Um, and you bring up players in the secondary. Kyle, you mentioned Derek Saluka. He's been a baller for them. Um, Jay Connolly's been really good for them. And just, you know, you mentioned their de- uh, defensive line also. Just like I feel like everyone coming together has just, just been dangerous. You know, you don't want to verse that Ithaca defense. And, and especially we were talking Derek Sluka, Jake Connolly, where he was more in that backup safety spot in 2022, becoming that leading strong safety again after 
Michael Rumors graduated yeah. and is now with the coaching staff, he's been able to become someone that on the gridiron, if anyone makes a catch for an opposing receiver, he's going to work his best to pop the ball out. He's done that a few times with forcing fumbles and mm -hmm. get Ithaca more chances on offense. We saw it against RPI. You know, the two interceptions, one of them was crucial down the, down the stretch in the red zone. So, Yeah, and it's like you said, Connor, like we really were going into the season thinking that it was going to be an offensive team. Offense was going to perform like they did last year, reigning over the champs. AJ on his prime time, um, but <laughs> that didn't make sense. Sorry, but um, yeah, like we went into this season like thinking it was going to be an offensive offensive team, and this defense has really, like Kyle and Tommy said, they've really been able to show that like they're one unit and they are like a well-oiled machine with Jay Connolly, Ben Stola. Isaiah Kowser, John Kumas, like everyone's really showed that like they're here to perform and they've been able to perform in a way that the offense has been able to really build up to the like the place that they are now. Yeah, yeah, and you know, good defense turns into good offense and we've seen, you know, in multiple games now like, you know, they get a stop and, you know, the offense goes down and they, they take advantage they're of that stuff. They're executing off turnovers. Yeah, they execute off of turnovers. They're forcing turnovers. Exactly. That's the bigger thing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every game, you know, that Ithaca's played, they've had, you know, multiple turnovers on the defense side of the ball. You know, they've been able to force those turnovers, change those games. What, what this team has stepped up to be is a bunch of game changers. They're all game changers where, you know, one play, you know, all it takes is one play. And and that's, I feel like, you know, it's, it's that – along with the next player up type, you know, type beat of, you know, who's going to step up. Right. And, you know, Kyle, I know you've had, you said you've had multiple like opportunities to, to talk with coach Turper every week. What's his kind of thoughts been on that whole next man up m mentality? It's just been being able to, to work with what you've got. And, and especially we, we've talked about big injuries where Leonard Osborne's had to step up and, on the ends, it's been more now. Recently, Isaiah Kuzer and John Ramsey, who have had to step up. But it's understanding that when those opportunities are available, you have to work your way in. And especially with the program and the talent that comes to Ithaca and gets to be a part of the program, they're all ready for that opportunity once it's there. Yeah, and, and it's just been it's just been really, you know, really interesting to see how many people have stepped up for this Ithaca team because, you know, like we said, perseverance has been the biggest thing for this Ithaca team, and, and it's just been something all year that they have, you know, had to do. I right. mean, it's just been something that, you know, every player, every player needs to do their job. A little, a little bit of uncertainty here and there, but, you know, they get the job done. Yeah, and every player has been, you know, do your job. You know, as Bill right. Belichick said, one of, the, one of the best coaches, you know, he says, do your says, job, finish. do your job. Finish, finish. The halftime score is irrelevant. Yeah. Finish the game and, and, you know, finish the season off on a, on a high note. But I think that's going to do it for us here in the studio. Perseverance has been key to this Bomber season, but can they keep persevering through these last few games and into the playoffs? Only time will tell what the fate of the 2023 Ithaca Bombers football team will be, but it sure has been an exciting road already. For my wonderful analysts, Nicole Allen and Tommy Morrow, and our fantastic play-by-play -play announcer, Kyle DeSantis, I'm Connor Smith saying so long and go Bombers. Thanks, guys. Before we wrap up the show, let's first take a look at this past week in Ithaca Athletics. 
Starting on the hardwood, Ithaca Volleyball won both of their matchups this week, starting with their win on Friday over Clarkson, three sets to zero, which secured their second consecutive Liberty League regular season title. Then on Saturday, the number 24-ranked Bombers would return to the court once more, securing a win against Scranton, three sets to one. First-year Gabriela Gonzalez-Abriu led the Bombers in kills for both games, totaling 25 kills throughout the week. The Bombers will wrap up the regular season schedule competing in the Wid gilsler Invitational in Pennsylvania, where Ithaca will square off against St. John Fisher on Friday and Ohio Wesleyan University on Saturday. Now over to the turf, Ithaca Field Hockey would drop their final regular season game against number 24-ranked Ursinus College 3-2. The Bombers would fall behind early in this one, conceding two goals in the second quarter and would be unable to catch up the rest of the game. Strikers Juliana Valley and Emma Garver would score the two goals for the Bombers in the loss. Looking ahead, the Bombers will enter postseason play as the top seed in the Liberty League, allowing them a bye out of the first round. They will host the winner of Vassar College vs. Union in the Liberty League semifinal game on November 3rd. Moving to the pitch, Ithaca men's soccer would win yesterday against RPI 2-1. The Bombers would mount a second-half comeback as Ithaca scored two goals in the second half to get the victory. With the win, the Bombers officially clinched the number three seed in the Liberty League tournament with their quarterfinal matchup scheduled for Halloween this coming Tuesday as the Bombers now await a first-round Liberty League tournament matchup as the remainder of teams finish up their conference play. For women's soccer, they also would secure the number three seed in the Liberty League tournament after drawing against RPI 2-2 on Saturday. Ford Ali Stanton would score the first goal of the game just six minutes into the contest, followed by first-year Jane Bogle scoring from deep with just eight minutes left remaining in the game. With the draw, Ithaca finishes the regular season at 9-2-4 after drawing in each of their last three games, setting up a quarterfinal matchup on Tuesday. That will do it for this episode of Sports Talk. Special thanks to General Manager of TVR Ops, Jeremy Menard. Our contributors this evening, Connor Smith, Tommy Morrow, Nicole Allen, Kyle DeSantis, and Station Manager Beck Legato. Be sure to check out at Bombers Radio Net on Twitter for all the latest news and updates regarding our coverage of Ithaca College Athletics. I'm Josh Hobbs, and have a great rest of your Sunday night. Ithaca Now is coming up next.